Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up already. Shut up. What's your name, though? I'm Kevin Christie. You talk. Uh, you, this is enough. You get enough time in this episode, so shut up. Oh, yeah. I did talk a lot. Yeah. This episode, Nick did something cool and makes way too much out of it. He went to see Tool three times this weekend. He went He went on a ro- Tool world trip, Toolapalooza. <laughs> so this is a tool cast. Three times in three days. <laughs> three times in three days. <laughs> and uh, we talk all about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm making it seem like I don't think it's as cool as I do. I think it's cool, but jeez. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking there's no equivalent. There's no like episode equivalent that I could do. That was, yeah. It, that's like so. It, it, the only thing like specific would be mean to the listeners. Like, <laughs> the things I would like it's not fun like it, like going to see concerts like cool like oh comic experience like my version of this would be literally like it was like I'd be mad at the people that are nice enough to download our podcast yeah I'd be like why do you do you this? could follow an artist around during a book signing <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like when South Park was gonna reveal who Cartman's mom was and instead they just did a Terrence and Philip episode and people got legitimately mad and they were like oh man we thought you think it was hilarious that we pranked you they're like no funny. fuck you guys we're pissed that's it was like funny. that like our like the people that, that listen to our podcast would be bummed yeah and I would feel <laughs> bad afterwards <laughs> um, just so you guys know it doesn't get way too specific and like and stuff like that. I don't get into no. like the songs and all. So you know, it's more about just like doing something, going to see something you love a bunch of times because yeah. you're you know being you're young, you only get to do it once. Being a human in the world and living life. Yeah, enjoying you know experiencing life and having fun. And, yeah, our uh, friend Tom Segura, fellow all things comedy comedian and haver of what podcast, Nick? It is called Your Mom's House. It's a real good one. With you probably Tom and Christina Pajiski, both very funny comics. You probably listen to it. You probably like it. He put out a special called Completely Normal. Yep. You can get it on Netflix. You can get it on iTunes. Tom's a funny fucking dude. Yeah, good guy, too. Yeah. Down. Pay, it's five bucks. So, yeah. come on. I think. Is it five bucks? Yeah, I believe it's five bucks. Oh. Um... Yeah, if you have Netflix, watch it. I mean, you already have Netflix. You should do it. He's a funny dude. Um, and he's on All Things Comedy. We always love supporting our friends yeah, on man. that network. Uh, support support us. <laughs> um, we have, uh, hopefully some of you guys use that Warby Parker link that we yeah. put up. Hopefully you did the Valentine's um, Day thing. Yeah, so you. that that all that stuff helps us. You know what I mean? It gets, uh, gets money in our pockets to help keep doing this podcast. Um, come see us live. This Where week are you at? I'm at the Madhouse on Wednesday with Dean Del Rey, Comedy Juice in San Diego. Killer, dude, it's gonna rip. <laughs> it's the Comedy Juice at Madhouse. Yeah. Okay. What day of the week is that? Wednesday the nineteenth. Wednesday the nineteenth. Um, I'm in Los Angeles this week. I'm taking a break from taking a break to go see Tool. No, <laughs> um, I'll be at the Comedy Store this week. I don't think I'm anywhere else really, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but you know where I am. Beginning of April, April 3rd, 4th, 5th, I'm in Seattle at Parlor Live. Snap. Yeah, I've never been there. It's supposed to be a super cool venue. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of technically in Bellevue. If you're yeah. from Seattle, you know what this means. If you're not, you're like me and you're like, where? Um, so I'm there with uh, Bobby Lee. Come see that. That's supposed to be a great club. Um, hit me up with what to do in Seattle. I've never really been there. So let me know where to eat, where to get coffee. 
Where to where to vintage shop, all that good shit. I wonder if there'll be any coffee. March 29th. Yeah, I know. <laughs> please come to the Ice House to see me, Nick, and the Teeb. Hell yeah. Three for 30. Uh, March 29th, Ice House, 10.30 show. It's all three of us. We're each doing a half hour. It's going to be fun as hell. Please come out. It's going to d- be dope. Uh, $10 cover. $10 cover. Uh, you should know, which is a fucking great deal. 10 bucks to see three... Juggernauts! Yeah. <laughs> three juggernauts do 30 minutes each. Yeah. Uh, Ice House, super cool venue. The team, you know, he's been on this podcast. He has uh, Punch Drunk Sports, which I'm guest co-hosting tomorrow. They uh, have cheddar fries at the Ice House. And they, and they have cheddar fries at the Ice House. So, And he's also... Um, ranch dressing. He's a good friend of ours. Very funny guy. The team. So that's us, all three of us, at the Ice House on the 29th. Um, and without further ado, let's get into this episode, Nixie's Tool, three times in three days. Nix a tool! <laughs> um, how, let me start with how was your weekend? <laughs> I didn't, I mean, not... Who cares? Here's what I did! <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, it, not nearly as... Uh, like uh, a specific or directed mm-hmm. or involved or expensive as yours was not expensive you'd think so but not yeah like in my head you spent a thousand dollars not even half that okay not even half that okay yeah Tulapalooza. Tulapalooza. <laughs> you went you went full fish vibe on tool kinda no not kinda that's what you did you followed a band yeah, I mean, I went home. Well, I didn't go home every night. I guess Ve- Vegas, I stayed. <laughs> the, where you sleep isn't important, but you um, went to multiple, how many times? Uh, I went three times in three days <laughs> in three different cities, none of which are cities I live in. And one is pretty far. Which was Fresno? Fresno's far. Three hours. Wait, I thought Fresno took like five hours to get That's there. what I thought too, but it doesn't. Oh, okay. Five hours, you're in San Jose. Oh, San, that's it. That's oh, yeah. it. That's it. San Jose is five hours. Which I also would have done if they were playing. Yeah, Fresno. that's it. Yeah. I almost was going to go to San Francisco, but then I'm like, well, they're playing Fresno. It's closer. And I've right. heard that arena's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to Dean Del Rey, oh, it's a killer arena. I've been going there 40 years. The way you're I know ta- the owner. The way you're talking about it makes it sound normal, what you did. <laughs> like, that's yeah, a better arena. No, but like, it's still, this is not, what you did is abnormal. Uh, it's, that's what's funny. I was thinking about that over the weekend, is that, I don't know that it's abnormal. It's just like you're... It's excessive. It's a little excessive, maybe. But it's, you know, if you're a big fan of something or someone, it's like once in your life, that's not like crazy to do something like that. If I did that all every tour... You'll do this again. Now that you did it once and like probably liked it, you're like, oh. Well, here's the thing. I've never done it until now. And I've been seeing them live for 12 years. But I don't think you had the wherewithal to do it until now. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, afford it. I never even was able to get merch shirts and yeah. from a lot of concerts I went yeah. to. But, like, you know, over the years... Because they're a up, fucking rip-off bands. Stop it. A lot of them are. They, there's actually the... They have a poster that the guitarist did, which is really cool looking. 30 bucks. Not unreasonable. The shirts were 40. 30 bucks yeah. for a poster? What, what kind of paper were we printing it on? I don't know, but I should have brought it. Was it thick? It was pretty thick. Okay. It looks really nice. So this is almost a print. Was it numbered? Um, they were all event posters. So for okay. each, each okay. date had a different okay. at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And then the signed ones, you get one signed for like 150 which is like crazy, but, or, or unsigned 30 
That's not um, that crazy for signed. Yeah, shirts were forty, which is like <sighs> it's, it's about normal now for a concert that's for a, a band that's known. That's they could have charged lot. more. Well, you know the reason the venues take like half. Yeah, venues that always want some, especially because now they're all owned by Live Nation and yeah. like, you know AEG and stuff. So they're like, well, if you don't find, don't give us your merch money to play somewhere else. Then <laughs> play really at a bar. Shitty man. Yeah, that's like the shittiest thing to me is the merch thing. Yeah, the hat, the that that it really. I th- I've always thought it really sucks to spe- to charge that much for a T-shirt. Yeah, and it's they they really have them in a corner because that's like one of the biggest ways you can make money as a band yeah. now, is live live tours and merch and my, so that now my, they want to take even more my friend they, told me that blink at their peak was making like a million a night in merch that's crazy i mean that's tremendous money yeah i mean w- these like the san diego show it was in you know an arena as well and like every we kind of were walking around it just because we had time to kill and i saw the opening band already twice <laughs> right. you know, i'm like who was the opening band this band called failure they were around in the 90s like hard rock band okay they're still around now i guess but they were opening for them um they're decent they're they're decent but rough name what's that rough name just not a good name <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah, not the best, name. especially yeah. when it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, like you really, that's a, that's yeah. a, I always, it's like when you name, whenever you hear like a, a Would that name be life of a, imitating art? Yeah, like that 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 pretty, that? Yeah, at some point they're like, well, we were right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, it's like a movie, when you hear movie names, you're like, you can already hear the, the, the article shitting on it. Yeah, finding a way to turn it into a plan words. Calling too. a movie dead on arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like box office bomb. Yeah. Like, die hard on arrival. Yeah, like die, die hard, hard yeah. four or whatever. Yeah. Live free, live free or bad box office. Right, like right, it's right. just whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, and critics are just like, yes, this is going to be an easy one. Ah, yeah, done and done. I can wait the last minute to type this bitch. They haven't even watched it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but no. To answer your question, I don't think that I would do that again because it was just something where I'm like, I've never done that. Yeah, and I want to do it. Okay, so it's more of a thing. Yeah, and it's like, well, they're my favorite band, and there's still like a handful of songs I'd really wish I'd see them play live. They didn't put an L.A. date, and I've never really done that with a band or anything. I I wonder why they didn't play an L.A. date. It would have been sold out. It's like they don't have trouble selling tickets. No, no, not at all. But I guess they don't like playing Los Angeles. Bands don't. Every band I've ever known, or people in bands that I've known, say that L.A. sucks to play. Yeah, well, just, I, and I've learned fun. that over the years, seeing shows like just kind of outside of Los Angeles. Crowds are okay. Let's start with Fresno. Fresno oh, yeah. is a rundown. Fresno's rough. Dump. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's Fresno's, not. Fresno's. If you look, there's a. They do a list of worst places to live in the country. Mm-hmm. Fresno's always in the top five. Yeah, Stockton now is one of. That's Central yeah. California. There's it's, cities there. It's a rough vibe up there. When you go like, oh, there's nothing in Central California. You go, oh, there's these two big cities, and then you drive through them. You're like, there's nothing in Central California. Yeah, they're tough places. They had like a big meth problem there, I think, which mm-hmm. they still might. But yeah, um, we got into town at like five thirty or six. We drove up to have enough time to like you know grab dinner and like just not really rush it so we get into town dude and it's like it felt like fresno closed down 15 years ago yeah and there were still kind of people hanging out so there. there's a the chilies you're like where are we gonna eat it like, wasn't even one of those marie calendars not even that where'd you eat we went to this place someone on instagram flingers Right, flingers, yeah. <laughs> it's all weird like not denny's but lenny's you yeah, know like yeah, yeah. um so 
some guy on Instagram was like, oh, you should hit up this bar. It's called Spoke Easy, which is like a, like a take on Speakeasy, but for right. bikes. And I was like, oh, he's like right up your alley. I'm like, well, I don't drink. Do they have food? And he's like, I don't know. So, but my buddy does. And I'm like, well, let's stop here. Maybe they'll have like a couple like finger food or some shit. We go there. There's no food. But so you guys can order in. We allow that. There's a Chinese food place and a pizza place. And we're like, all right. We walk outside and there's just nothing on this street. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like the hip district. Yeah. Or whatever. Tower district or something. There's a tattoo shop across the street, that bar, and then like nothing. <laughs> so we drive around the corner to the pizza place and we get into this like everything's a rundown strip mall in that area and mm-hmm. all these businesses are closed and we get there and the pizza place is open we walk in it's like small it's imagine a Domino's that was super rundown you know they have one table in there yeah dingy white yellowish walls and there's a guy making pizza how you doing would you have slices no we're like well, let's find somewhere else then we spend no joke an hour and 15 minutes Yelp searching places to eat yeah. That are closed or out of business. Yeah, oh man. And we're like, well, let's go back downtown where the arena is, but we'll have to find something. <laughs> so we get down there and we, we're looking, we look up two places that are closed. And we're like, well, let's just park then. We can find somewhere we can walk to. Then we park. A good thing about it, seeing a show in a place like that is parking's only six bucks. Oh, wow. Like in LA, it's 20. 20 then there's preferred, yeah, yeah. preferred parking for 30. Yeah. So we're like, well, that's good. Then we find a place called Shepherd's Pie or Shepherd's something. Love Shepherd's Pie. And it said open. We're like, fuck yeah. We had to walk like a block and a half. We get down this block and it's just all industrial looking buildings that were shut down. It looks Mm -hmm. like no one's been there in three years. There's homeless guys at the corner. We round the corner. There's Shepherd's Pie. It's right on the corner. We get there, board it up. Giant sign that says closed. We're like, you gotta be kidding me. This is the seventh place. We're like, fuck it, let's walk back to the, the street the venue's on. There's people heading there. There's got to be somewhere. And we're walking, and we see the sign glowing in like red and, red and white and black, some Chinese food place. I'm like, this is the spot, dude. This place is open. The owner's got to be a millionaire. <laughs> it's probably packed in there. It's got to be slammed full of people. And then we walk up there, and it says closed. Mm-hmm. Half the tables and chairs have been moved. And it said reopening in a new location soon. I'm like, no one eats in Fresno. They just do math, and then they that's it. Yeah. Then we're like, we're going to have to eat concert food. And we just we gave up the search for fucking food. Then we just went in there and got like a shitty-ass like concert pizza or whatever. Now, um, now, 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 now. That stuff's usually surprisingly good. It was just not great. It's dirty. Yeah. We were starving, so it was okay. Yeah. Um, was it Pizza Hut personalized pizza? It looked like it, but it didn't say it anywhere on there. <laughs> it was pizza Hot, yeah, <laughs> same font. It's a hat. What? You <laughs> yeah. can turn the box into a hat when you're done. Yeah, that's like, oh, a cool thing. It's a weird. It's gonna get in my hair. Yeah. Um, so here's the good part about seeing a con- uh, uh, a concert in a city like that: the crowd was like fucking great. Yeah, freaking you, out. You're walking up. You know, there's like there's people now that sell like shirts outside of the bootleg venue. shirts yeah. yeah bootleg they're not real people were buying those you see a show in la people are like nah i don't want your fucking i like the bootleg shirt. shirts they're always just a little weird yeah the printing's just a little off yeah sometimes there's, there's a cool design there's something about them that's sort of fun and it's at this point you're kind of like you don't feel like you're fucking the band that hard you're like you're fucking live nation like who cares yeah 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 and it's sort of like a fun, it's like an interesting thing. Like, yeah. oh, it's like getting a, a live recording. Right. A bootleg tape. Like, there was a time where I was like, dude, never buy a bootleg. 
It's yeah. like, like, yeah, we're all buying yeah, bootlegs. Get a bootleg. Because yeah. I recorded it myself. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 80% of the crowd had a tool shirt on, which was kind of funny. I'm into that now. It was kind of weird. I like that shit. Like that, like, don't wear the shirt to the concert. Like, why not? Yeah. Like, you're there. You're enthusiastic. You love them. Unless you just got it right before the show, because you're like, I don't want to wait till later. It might sell out, and I don't want to hold it. Then you yeah. put it on. You're like, now I you, get that. Now you do the belt tuck. What do you mean, just tie it around here? No, you, no, no, no. You tuck it. You like take your belt off, and you run the belt over it. You so, you, so it goes like through the belt. You just hang oh, it. so it's right. It right, just right. hangs. You belt tuck. Okay. What I do if I'm wearing a jacket, I put it over my shoulder, so it's half front. I half did back, that once, and then, and then I j- it just got sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's gonna happen. Yeah, but I'm like, whatever. I'll wash it anyway. Did you buy a shirt? I got two shirts. Okay. I've okay. never in my life purchased any Tool merch ever. Their merch is... It's not great. It's not great. And well, this is coming from someone who thinks they're the greatest band ever. Yeah, their <laughs> artwork is good for like album covers, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't want to wear it necessarily. Yeah, the way they end up taking whatever stuff that looks good in a video or Yeah, it doesn't translate art. well to graphic on yeah. T-shirt. Because it'll just take some of... Like the image or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know who I, I don't know who does it, but a lot of times the merch is always like a friend of the band, right? Because when a lot of companies these mer- there's these things called merch companies, and they really just rip the band off. Uh-huh. Like I remember uh, the the dude uh, from Lincoln Park, Mike Shinoda, started his own merch company, right? Because he was just like, this is bullshit. That's smart. And they made a killing because they were you know they cut out the because they're usually kind of they're not the best design firms. Uh-huh. And so the stuff is just kind of homogenized and boring, and it all looks the same. Right. And but it, they usually merch companies are responding to what's already cool, so then it's instantly dated because you're they're copying stuff from like a year ago. Yeah. And and they'll be like, this sold really well, and the bands. I mean, the bands just want the shit to sell well, essentially. So they're like, well, I guess just put a tribal this on it or like put flames and it's right. like it's that whereas it doesn't make it very cool shit to wear i feel like in the mid 2000s there was like a merch resurgence because it became very important for bands they're like oh we this is where we're making a lot of our money let's yeah. care about bands also got smart shit. and and didn't put a lot of their name on it they just yeah. had things that you, you could it was just imagery or their name was very small because yeah Dudes especially don't want a, a name. They don't lo- a lot, depending on the band. They don't want like a... I noticed this because I would do merch stuff for the Kings of Leon. Uh-huh. And it was like the name stuff was never very big because it was like guys don't want to walk around with the name of a bunch of dudes' bands on their back. Right, right, right. And it just wasn't very cool. So it was about like just let's come up with a cool looking image and then the name will be very small. Yeah. and Or, or just like abbreviated like KOL, like stuff uh-huh. like that. And I think, like, the, I, my friend told me he works for them that, that a lot of the merch was being bought by girls. They'll put, like, a, they'll wear a band t shirt before, like, a dude does. Yeah. And I, but I think tools, I think it depends on the type of music. Whereas it, when you get into metal, metal fans are about t shirts. Oh, yeah. They because fucking love that fucking, shit. They, they will have the name, but below it, it'll be, like, some super detailed depiction of, like, the apocalypse or well, something. It's, so like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's the tradition of Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. Who made the greatest T-shirts of all time? Yeah, they're the best. Iron Maiden T-shirts were the. I've, I wish I could get the guy's name off the top of my head, but that guy, the Eddie character, and those T-shirts mm-hmm. are just—they're the Hall of Fame yeah. of like illustration and T-shirts. And it's that. It's like no, no, no. I'm going to buy a T-shirt because it rules. Yeah, they someone look awesome. fucking worked their ass off, and you see it, the 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 like 
Norwegian death metal shirts are really great too. Uh-huh. Like someone goes to great pains to like illustrate those the type and all. Like they yeah. take it very seriously. Yeah, and those so bands. It's cool as shit. They take everything really seriously. Those death metal bands. Yeah, they're not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we will burn down a church oh, for PR. Love it. Love it. Um, love it. <laughs> so yeah, I got two. I got the first one. It's I got it because it's white. Mm-hmm. You, you rarely see like a lot of cool white white concert tees are cool. Yeah. Um, so it says tool on the front in like bluish electric blue and black. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, there's like a logo, um, not a logo, but like a kind of a picture that kind of looks like skulls, but not right. It's like you, you saw it in the lateralis artwork that's in like the, in the, the picture booklets and stuff. Um, it's like these repeating skulls that are like connected. Okay. okay. Um, okay. And then below it are all the tour dates. Yeah. And I was like, well, since I've gone to three out of the 12, you got to get the dates. I should get the one with the dates. The yeah. dates is cool. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got the city you went to. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the Coachella uh, sweaters I got when I used to go all, I would only get the ones that had the lineups. Yeah. And the years, you know, because yeah. it's like you look back and you're like, yeah, and those end up being worth more. And you know, yeah. Um, so I got that one and then I saw that they had an event shirt, this one with this other skull done by the guitarist with like yellow whatever coming out of it and mm-hmm. some weird star fractal fucking logo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said the date and they're like, oh, we're sold out. These are event t-shirts. And then I didn't think to even look on, on Saturday when we went to Vegas, mm-hmm. um, which was good in another way because it was in a theater yeah, which theater? It was uh, the Axis Theater at Planet Hollywood. Okay. So it's like seven, 8,000 seats. That's pretty big. It's kind of, it felt kind of small. It was, I did that theater. I did the small, oh no, that was Treasure Island. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, you went with Whitney. Yeah. Okay. That's like 1,000 or something. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's pretty big. It's, Eight and 9,000 is a big room. That's big. Yeah. It felt small just because I've normally seen them in arenas and Vegas stadiums. is very good at their stadium build. Yeah. Like the rap, because a lot of them, I think, you know, they have that Cirque de Soleil mindset where like everyone needs to see everything. So they're always like these great half circles where yeah, there's, there's no, no real, bad seat. There's no bad seat. There is no bad seat. Yeah, and then great. there was like a balcony, so it feels way smaller. Yeah, because like when you're sitting back there, you you forget anything's above you. Right. Um. But yeah, and the crowd there, like the Fresno crowd, I mean. Given the description of the city uh, where you can't even find food, <laughs> like those crowds were good because it's like they, they're like, they, we have nothing to live for. And this is the coolest thing that's happening this year. Yeah. So this is, we're going to enjoy it on a level where you watch a fucking, that's why bands don't like LA crowds. They're there and they're just like, yeah, it's whatever. And they're on their phone and they're kind of. A lot half, of people get tickets for free. It's yeah. just not. They or they go with their dudes. friends. It's a social thing. Like, hey, it's yeah. really cool to see the Kings of Leon now. So let's go fucking get some tickets. We'll make it a thing, man. We'll hang you out. You see that? On, I see that on Twitter all the time is people who you know aren't genuine fans of a thing yeah. going to the bowl to see something. Yeah. And you're like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. Like, it, you sh- it should be something. I feel like it should be someone you, like, love. You've had, you've probably seen this way more than me, but like, art galleries where people are like, it's cool to be into art. Yeah. I, I read about this art opening. Let's just go kind of hang out there. They're the ones that always want to ask you what your paintings are about. Right. And they are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and every scene has that to a degree. But, yeah, when something starts becoming popular, they're like, oh, let's just go hang out. But you forget that there's a band on stage tr- really trying, and yeah. they want to get they want to hear your response. Yeah, 
And I've been to concerts in LA where I've been in like a row and the row in front of me, there was like a group of three people that for the entire concert were talking to each other. Bummer. Did not stop. So they decided like, this is where we're going to catch up tonight at the show. Yeah. We're not going to listen. It's on in the background, but I mean, that's shitty, man. It's yeah, like, I don't, I don't, it's weird because at concerts, people feel like they can do that because it's so loud. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, no. But when 30% of a crowd's doing that, you yeah. know who's going to be able to tell is the fucking band up there that at the end of a song, they're only getting like, woo, instead of whoa, which yeah. is, Fresno, people were singing with the songs to where like you couldn't really hear the lead singer that much because the crowd was roaring that's what my my friend described to me playing in like denver versus la Mm -hmm. he's like they knew the lyrics to my all the whole album the album had only been out for a month yeah he's like do you understand the difference (laughs) like it's not even the same thing yeah one's feels like a business like like a thing like a corporate gig yeah where they're like the ceo is going to be there you got to perform at his house and it's like that versus like no, you guys like us and it feels like it and we have fun. You, ha- it's just better. Yeah, it's you need better. that like reciprocal kind of. It's being energy. the it's being the feature versus the headliner. Right, <laughs> right. It's like no, I'm here to do some business. There's they need you need thirty minutes of comedy from me. Yeah. No one's here to see me. Yeah. I just need to fill this space and not bomb. And yeah. then I, I, it's like people, like I can't tell you how many times so I'm like, you gonna go out and like uh, talk to people afterwards? I'm like, why? Yeah. None of them want to talk to me. Yeah. Like they didn't hate me, but like that's yeah. no one's asking. Their only question would be, where is Whitney? Yeah. Like <laughs> so you so you go out. That's the question I get. Like so you go on the road with her a lot? Like, right, yeah. Right. That's just I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's what's cool about like seeing a show in a city like that. It's mm-hmm. like the crowds are so extra into it. Well, also gives you license to freak out a little harder and like have sure. like when I saw ACDC with Simone, we freaked out the whole time. Yeah, because they play once every like eight years or something, yeah. and everyone there was fucking juiced. Yeah, and you're like. Fuck yeah, and at this point they're just playing hits. Yeah, I so bought like, the worst T-shirt you've ever seen. Yeah, but you loved it. Yes, like, I this did. was amazing. Yeah. I almost bought two, <laughs> right? Just in case. <laughs> I better get one because you know it's gonna probably like yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and it was it was great. Three hour drive was not bad. You go drive with a friend, and mm-hmm. it just goes by. So you did Fresno, Vegas, and then what? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. How was San Diego crowd? San Diego crowd was, it, they might have even been better than Fresno, just because everyone's just jacked up on steroids down everyone's there. Everyone's on drugs of some yeah. kind. There, it's all, it's just bros everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's pretty intense, <laughs> but because yeah, I was I went. Well, with also, the, it's a band that gives them an excuse to maybe fight a little. Yeah, I, I went with my uh, my best friend who we've seen. We've been watching Tool for the last twelve years. Like right before it started, he's like. You realize we've been doing this for 12 years, right? I'm like, and it still hasn't gotten old. Is there a problem? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's like our tradition. When they come to town, it's like, we're going to see Tool. I don't care how many nights they're playing. We're going to everyone. Everyone has like a friend like that that you you probably maybe don't see often, but like you you see like, oh yeah, twice a year we do this thing. Yeah. Like, oh no, we go see hockey. We go the opening day of hockey or something. We go opening Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Because yeah, now we're like, we're more adults. We don't go out as much and like party and like. Sucks for you. What do you mean? Oh, me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, come on, man. Let's party like the old days. No, I do. I, 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 um, I'm into it still. Yeah, he works a ton. He's got a girlfriend. It, Gross. 
And uh, I know what a loser. No. Uh, especially when you're both dating people, it's like you work and then you're dating. And when you go out and do social stuff, it's usually with your chick or their friends or whatever other group of people. Jerry gave me shit last week. He's like, you never text me. And I was like, you have a girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> I just assume, why would you want to be around me when you could be around her right. beautiful face? Unless the thing you want to do is a like a super guy thing. Let's go to this sports bar. Let's go to a concert that is not you I know guess. Katy Perry. Still, in the first, within the first year of a relationship, it's still so fun that I would just assume you want to be around them all the time. Yeah. I remember I dated a girl like a few years ago, and uh, Mac Lindsay, who was, who was still living in L.A. at the time, like I hadn't seen him in like a couple months, but like he had put it together like, oh, I'm dating this girl, and I haven't seen him. So like I saw him one night at the comedy store, and he's like, Hey, what's up, man? Did you just get back from Planet Love? I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And he's like, you started dating this girl. I haven't seen you in like a month. I'm like, yeah, but it isn't... No, okay. it's Planet New Sex. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Love my dudes, but like New Sex? Right, right. Consider that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's better than let's go get a beer. It's what everyone... New Sex is the thing people... It's what causes everything. Yeah. It's the reason people learned how to build buildings. Yeah. I mean, it's new sex. I re- I thought of that the other day that like I'm single now, but like hopefully within the next year, I w- like if I was to meet someone, I'd be like, oh, there'll be like a legit new sex period. That'll be fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it's well, of course. Yeah, at least like a good three months, four just months, like legit boning of just yeah, fun, new. Yeah, let's try this. We haven't done that. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Put this mask on. Right. <laughs> Here's some handcuffs. Here's some handcuffs. Yeah. Put uh, pretend you're the Incredible Hulk. Let's switch into another room in the house. Yeah. Let's put this tool record on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that San Diego's crowd was on par with Fresno, just in like a different way, I guess. Well, wait, wait. Was the Vegas crowd good? Vegas crowd was good, but like I a lot think- of free, you got it. that's a lot of free tickets too. A lot of free casino tickets. Um, I don't know because it sold out right away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, then no. Then yeah. No, then it, it was wasn't. just fans because yeah. you could tell we were in. Um, we went to the Cosmopolitan to have dinner. Ooh. Yeah, and we were actually talking to the to the chef, and he Ooh. was telling me he's like uh, Nick thinks he's better than everyone right now. <laughs> so he goes just a little bit. A little bit. Um, so he's like, "What are you guys in town for?" Like, "Oh, we're going to see Tool." He's like, "Oh, fuck yeah." <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I just saw him in Fresno and I'm going to San Diego on Sunday. He's like, oh, dude, that's great, man. I used to follow the dead around like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Then he drops this on me. Here's another cool th- reason why you do stuff like this. It creates these kind of conversations yeah. where you go, dude, when I was younger, I did this. This guy used to follow the Grateful Dead around. Mm-hmm. And then he told me how many times he saw him, saw them. How many? And I thought, fucking, I'm going to have seen Tool 12 times. It's a huge number. His number... Over 120. Wow. Yeah. You know who used to fall, who followed the Grateful Dead and Coulter? No way. Yep. It's one of those like weird anecdotal facts about her. Huge Dead fan used to go see him all the time. Dude. She's seen him like 50, 60. And times. Coulter. Who knows? I mean, does anal. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you right now. It makes you be like, huh. Yeah. Okay, well. I'm telling you, there's got to be some crazy, dark, weird thing that she does to get all that out of her. <laughs> Because, you know, she's very, like, she has that character. She's very uptight and strict and conservative. And I don't find her, I don't think she's, I don't get the character. It is a character. She's got to have, like, burn marks on her body, 
Well, she's in very, she's very, she's in very good shape. So I bet you her workouts are craziness. Maybe it's that, like a full sprint for like an hour and forty five minutes. Or she's, or she's into like insane S and M bondage stuff. That lady's got a lot of fight in her, man. She is ready to throw down at all times. I've seen because I've seen her on TV a million times. Yeah, and like the look in her eye, dude. They'll try to ambush her. Like I, th- I've seen her try to get ambushed, and I, I agree with her on zero levels. Right, right, right. But like I've always admired. Like she's down to, she's down to fight. She's like, okay, let's do it. Like at any moment, because I think I think she sleeps about three hours a night. Yeah, and is on, like spends all her time doing research to prepare for the next fight. Yeah, and but it's and it's always about just like I'm going to take the opposite stance of whatever yeah, you just, say. She is ready to piss people off twenty four seven, and is like, let's do it. Fuck you. There's a serious something going on in that lady's head. It's she's crazy. She's pretty interesting as a thing. She's insane. Huh? Who would choose to do that? I don't know. I mean, she makes a mountain of money doing it yeah but i mean what that's the thing you, she's a brilliant marketer she what are knows, you sacrificing inside yourself or what do you just not have present to be like that amount of money is worth it i don't know to man. be like this i don't know i wonder i wonder what her trip is i find her kind of i find her interesting it, it, it i i started because like uh bill maher has her on a lot and yeah. you could see after a while he doesn't have that big of a problem with her. He's like, yeah, we're having Anna. Like you like because when the cameras are off, so anyway, how you doing? You probably, yeah, you probably sees something there. It's like I I saw someone who worked for Hillary Clinton was like, oh, she's she, all she does is laugh constantly. She's always laughing her ass off. Yeah, and she's funny. And you're like, all right, what's going on there? It's just when, I think, and you, you can see like you know a lot of her most ridiculous statements coincide with a book coming out. Uh, it's like duh. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, it's but to shit. do that is like, what yeah. is wrong with you? I don't know, something. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Something. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Yeah, the chef at the Cosmopolitan. Oh, yeah. So he's like, I, I've seen The Grateful Dead over 120 times. And it's like, I have heard stories like that over the years from people that are like, dude, I've, you know, I, I've, uh, I've driven to wherever to see so-and-so. Sometimes you just got to do it. Were the dead tickets cheap? <laughs> I think maybe back then, but a lot of people, what they did is like they would just sell drugs and that kind of stuff. Right, on, yeah. Because a lot of people would follow the dead around. So yeah. if you were like, I'm going to bring a bunch of drugs and sell drugs on the road, it'll fund my whole yeah. thing. I mean, it couldn't be a more perfect setup. Oh, yeah. I have drugs. I'm at a dead concert. Yeah. You know why I'm selling them. Right. Like, it's perfect. I'm going to sell all of them. It, yeah, is it just the most efficient, like, thing? It's, it's the most equal trade ever. Like, yeah. the, you need drugs at a dead concert because they're not that great a man. And you fucking... People seem to disagree. I've never seen it, obviously, but... Anybody not on drugs disagree? <laughs> it's a drug band. Because they, like, they're a jam band, so the shows are different every time. I don't know, man. I've never really had the interest in... I mean, it's like, what's your favorite dead song? You're a pretty open musical guy. I I don't have one. I've listened to like a little bit of them. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't get hooked, and you're pretty much open to any kind of rock yeah. music. People say the same thing about Fish. Yeah. So like you walk into the beginning of a Fish concert, it sounds and feels like their second encore. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Andrew Themelis told me that, actually. Okay. And I was like, that actually kind of, you're selling me a little on it. Because I'm like, I like shows where there's that kind of energy and everyone's having a great time. And because if, if you don't, if you're not into the music or know it, you're at least like, this is cool. Yeah. It's like going to like a basketball game where I'm like, I don't really well, care that much, but everyone's having a great time. It's the, the playoffs. The good thing about a jam band is you don't have to know the songs. Yeah. Because it's just instrumental stuff. Yeah. You can but. just be like, killer riff, bro. 
but it's fun to, you know when you know what part's gonna hit when you know I feel like the, the, re- the reason you'd like or the what's appealing to me about a dead concert is no matter what kind of dancing you're doing you're accepted yeah <laughs> yeah you can do that like Woodstocky dance because people are like he's just feeling it man let it's him like feel it flipping out like I saw a, a, a clip online where a dude was at a whatever a recent festival and he was dancing but it was like it was in a you know it was outdoor so he was like on a hill and he just starts, he's freaking out. He's clearly on some sort of drugs. But that, like, he wasn't doing it only because of drugs. He just yeah. starts dancing by himself. And there's no one around him. And he's just dancing to this. I've seen this video. And after a while, there's about 100 people who are like, this guy's going for it. Let's go go yeah. for it. And I'm sure the first three people were kind of making fun of him. And yeah. then the rest were like, that looks kind of fun. It turned into, like, everybody was over there. You couldn't even see the guy. Yeah, and then people were running towards it to be a part of a moment. Yeah. And they were like, all right. All started by one dude who's like, fuck it. I'm going to have a good time right now. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. It's like when you see a guy at a show or a club who's dressed kind of stupid. And it's at first you're like, that guy sucks. But then at the end of that, you're like, that guy had a good time. I saw the opposite of that in Vegas where we're in line. And it's weird when like to be indoors in line at a concert in the middle of a casino kind of. Oh, yeah. That is weird. I've never seen like a concert in Vegas, but like. Yeah, the line just kind of like meanders through the casino. Yeah, a little bit. They yeah. kind of try to keep it out, like to circle You're in like the it. gift shop, like the stores area. Yeah, it's like a little one of those little convenience stores they have in everywhere they sell yeah. water and Gatorade and sundries. Cigarettes. They call them for some fucking reason. Is that really what they call them? Yeah, those stores are always called sundry stores. Oh, in New York they're called like bodegas or yeah. something. Little yeah, Spanish for sundries. Or uh, in San Francisco corner store. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here, we don't have those. <laughs> There's just supermarkets, then nothing for a while. 7-Elevens. Yeah, 7-Elevens the closest. Um, so we're like, we're walking from the Cosmopolitan, which is like, it's St. Patrick's Day weekend too. Mm-hmm. So it's Vegas is super busy. March Madness is going on. So in Cosmopolitan, it's like people like dressed up to go out in Vegas, you know, nice clothes. And then like groups of like super ripped bros in green shirts holding like, you know, these foot-long fucking yeah. glowing blue drinks, whatever, right. like with the look of I'm having fun but also looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Flogging Molly was in town because oh, it's St. Patrick's Day weekend. So, so there then you was get a another, lot of vaggly skinhead-ish dudes. Yeah, or like super Irishy looking yeah. red-headed guys that like Newsburg. just had that look of like, you know, I'm going to fucking... Doc Martens, white t-shirts, newsboy cap, looking to get punched in the face and punched back. Yeah. Uh, they had that vibe going on. I was like, this is intense right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm with a girl, so I'm like, okay, yeah, let's just not bump into anybody. Because yeah. there's four or five dudes um, in just these huge groups just fucking staring, looking around. And I'm like, uh, well, they're not definitely not going where we're going. Yeah. They're going to, to Flog Molly, wherever the hell that is. And we walk across the street, and the vibe instantly changed from what I just described to like, kind of mopey-ish looking people with like black just sitting at like a fucking slot machine thing just waiting for the door like ugh, you know like a girl with a lip piercing dyed yeah. black hair she's like whatever Dude. and I'm like you should be excited that's so I love it's so it was interesting so funny the, the types of personalities that that like gravitate towards bands yeah last night I did the show in Santa Monica and I went early I was just like I'm gonna go walk around the promenade yeah and I hated it instantly because it was really crowded, because it was hot, so it was in the, near the beach, and it was just what it was was too many. It was every type of person in the world, 
and a lot of them like you were surrounded by the whole world but I, I felt like i was surrounded by every type of person so you didn't know i i was like i don't know where to go and how to avoid the right things like it was just it was like every tourist in america every yeah. type of tourist you could have was there and i was and it it made me realize that like living in my neighborhood it's like a specific almost type of personality uh-huh. Like a, a sadder, <laughs> quieter person is like, I'm going to move to the Silver Lake Los Feliz area because I'm a little sad and quiet mm-hmm. and want and, and like to spend time to myself a little more. Yeah. And like you, you kind of take it for granted, but like that's why I find it very easy to live here because it's not a it's just a place where no one no one looks at you weird for like eating alone or like wanting to keep to yourself Whereas, like, and it's just so, like, it's, it's like neighborhoods are full of, like, a personality type in a weird way. Yeah. It's and like, in yeah, concerts like, are the same thing. It's like similar mindsets getting together to be like, we all kind of like doing these six or seven different things. Yeah. So we can just kind of do it all here. We like books yeah. and uh, vegan food. Yeah. And, the, like, it's just... And you have a neighborhood. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. very specific. Yeah. We like walking. Yeah. Like, it's almost a bummer, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, that's why I live here, because I like these eight things. Yeah, and they're all right around me, so why would I live anywhere else? Yeah, I found a drawing workshop, yeah. like, less than a half mile away. Like, it's specific. But yeah, bands are the exact same way. You don't see a lot of crossover mm-hmm. of, like, types of people. Like, you can, I know, I picture something so specific when I picture a Tool fan. Yeah, the only thing that you, the only range is My age. brother, Jeff. Right, yeah, yeah. I could see that for sure. Yeah. Um... Jeff's super into Tool. And Perfect Circle. Right, yeah. I could see that. I had the same manager as Perfect Circle for a little while. You motherfucker. Yep. Uh, I don't know why. I'm <laughs> um, but the only range is age. Because there are people in their 50s all the way down to their 20s. Because they, you know, they started listening to them 20 years ago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to keep going to their shows. Mm-hmm. Fresno, there were a lot, a lot of parents bringing their kids. That's what ACDC was. Yeah. It was like... You could see these like dads that are late thirties, maybe early forties. They're yeah. like, "I'm bringing my ten year old to experience this yeah. before it's too late." Yeah, it was like it was kind of cool. You no, I like that. that. I like yeah. that a lot about the ACDC show. You saw forty year old dads, yeah, with like twelve year old kids, and like, yeah. no, we're going to see ACDC, my friend. Yeah, this is like a cool rock band that won't be around. Yeah, when you're an adult, so we're gonna go now. And I'm gonna. It's, this Tool, is like a bonding. Who knows how thing. much longer Tool's gonna want a tour? That's another thing. Another reason I did it. I was like, I'm. I've never done that before. Like, go to a few different cities night after night. I w- I'd like to see how a band performs three nights in a row too. I'm like, I've yeah. never really seen that. Like, they're they're all kind of fifty now, right? And how is their energy gonna be night after night after night? How are their set lists? Like, what's the Stage were the show. set lists the same? The set lists were roughly the same. There were maybe two different songs every night. I always like, what's the incentive to change it? Like, I wonder from just being in a band perspective, like why, like why, why not just do the same thing? Especially when you have a corresponding light and visual show. Yeah, I always think like, does the drummer get tired? I think yeah. You just wonder like if they get bored. Like after yeah, maybe. seven nights in a row. Or something, you're like, you at least want to switch the order, which they did. I always never, I, I never think of this, but there's songs that are harder to play than other songs, I'm sure. Yeah. And they're just like, can we, not, that one's a fucking bitch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they've definitely, like, they play less songs now. Okay. And they, the variation is um, less. So, the, the three. Is it n- kind of the hits? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. And then a couple songs that, you know, a little less so. Right. But yeah, they'll play like the bigger. I mean, they've 
they've been around long enough now to where like they can do that and people are they're coming out to see that yeah i mean it's it's there is a thing where like you know the band is like Bands seem to go through that where they like don't want to play the hits, and then they're like, you know, what? we're pretty yeah. lucky. Also, they're not touring on a new album right now, so yeah. they're just like, let's just play the hits. That's what tells me they may not be doing that that much longer. They're like, let's just go tour. They'll at least tour because they're finishing a new album now. Oh, they are. I but thought that was a rumor. It was a rumor that it was done. Ooh. Yeah. It okay. was the guitarist told a fan after a show. And the fan's an idiot for believing it because he's like, yeah, it's done and it's coming out tomorrow. Like, why would you believe that? Like no press announcement, no nothing. Beyonce, that's um, why you believe it. Beyonce. Yeah, but with a band like Tool, they go seventeen years between albums. Even fucking better surprise release. I guess you'd pass out. And then but they you, also you are to known to trick their fans. I don't like, think it's a trick. It's just sort of fun. Well, their last album, they go, they released uh, the track listing for the the new album just to mislead everybody, so they would be searching for the wrong things to illegally download. Oh, and then okay. when their actual album came out, they're like, oh, here's the real names of the songs. They like lied to everybody. It was pretty funny. That's cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, Not at the time you didn't, because you were like, give it. No, I didn't even look for it because I'm like, well, I'm gonna buy the album anyway. Okay, like they're one of the bands where I'm like, I I buy their shit. But wouldn't you want to just hear it early, even though you're gonna buy it? No, because I'm like, well, maybe it'll just be a single or two. Okay, so not, and I was like, I'd rather hear the album beginning to end. Right. The way it's, you know, um, the way the way the gods intended it to be. Um, um, but yeah, dude, the second that first show started, I was just like grinning ear to ear. I'm like, yeah, this is where I need to be right now. It's great. And I was already excited about the next night. Just, and I had to drive back home three hours. Yeah, and then drive to San Diego. And then, no, no, no. Get up, fly to Vegas. Okay. And then go see that show, fly back the next day. I mean, I flew back to Burbank, drove home, and 15 minutes later, we were in a car driving down to San Diego. Yipes. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Three different nights, three different people. I don't know that, that I, I would with. do that, even for Radiohead. It was cool. It was worth doing. Yeah. Because even during the you're, third you're show. You're younger than me. Right, yeah. <laughs> during the third show, I was like, if they were playing tomorrow night, I would go. Yeah. Okay. It's also every experience was different with different, you know. You're Although I haven't seen a band like that in a long time. Like, I, I actually, if I saw Radiohead one night and, and someone was like, you want to go tomorrow? I'd be like, fuck yeah. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Especially it's the same city. Because a lot of times they do that. They'll play Staples two nights in a row. Yeah. Someone's like, dude, I got tickets for tomorrow. You're like, all I have to do is come back to the same place 10 minutes away. I wonder if I would do that. I do that when the last time I saw them was LA 2010. They played two nights in a row at Nokia Theater. I went mm-hmm. to both. Yeah, because it was like, I mean, it's it's right there. We just yeah. took the subway down. Nokia is a cool place to see anything. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I like the Nokia. That that little thing has turned into like a uh, actually a good thing. It's better than than Staples because Staples is too big. Yeah, Staples is really big for a show. Yeah, it's huge. You can have a garbage seat. Yeah, just like so far away. Yeah, where you're um, really just hearing it. And watching like I saw the them at the the first time I ever saw them was 2002, and they played the Great Western Forum. Yeah, which is I think bigger than the Staples Center. Yes, it's enormous. Yeah, I saw uh, Janet Jackson there. Oh wow! And we were so far away. Like we're just <laughs> at the back. Because yeah. it's not like in the middle. There's it's like you know the stage is at one end. Yeah, we were at the far end. Right. And like you were just you were watching the screen, you couldn't see. Yeah, luckily for a band like Tool, their their show is 
mostly visual anyway, you're not even concerned with seeing the guys on there because this. Oh, okay. The light show and the visuals are so amazing. Like I, I don't want to be on the ground. Oh, okay. I want to be up in a seat somewhere. Oh, so they just do it. a thing. Like it's a lot of visual. Like is, oh, it, yeah, is yeah. there like a huge screen? That they there's like a few. Well, there's the two on the sides. There's one above them, like and the, the pretty much the back of the wall, and then there's one up in front of that, like directly above the stage. Then there's like a like a little plateau in the back where the drummer and the singer are, and underneath that there's screens there. So it looks like when the screens are the same below that little stage thing in the back, it looks like the stage is like floating. Is it the same lineup? Everyone in the band is the same, or they have new? They replaced the bassist in '96 after during the recording of the second album. Okay, he quit. Like on good terms, he was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Um, what does he do now? I don't know. I wonder. I think he still plays in bands or something, but mm. uh, he probably lives a life full of shame and regret, if you had to ask me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they replaced him, and then it's been the same guys ever since. Okay. Um, which is only fucking, it's been two more albums. Yeah. Like, they were they released an album every six years or some shit. It's been eight years okay, since down. the last album. Calm. You're getting it soon. It's insane. <laughs> Um, the visuals were lots of like abstract light pattern druggy stuff. Not druggy stuff, but a lot of abstract, like f- a lot of fractals. Okay. A lot of like. Uh, Give me a color scheme. What kind of color scheme are we working with? It would change for every single song. Okay. Sometimes more than once during a song. I posted a bunch of like pictures on Instagram. I wish they told you like who did that stuff and like was it who. That's the stuff I wanted to like know about. Like yeah. who designed that stuff. Like, you know, Radiohead, they're real involved. Like, Tom York's into that shit. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff I find interesting. I think the... From what I know, the guitarist is responsible for a lot of their artwork and visuals. That's like, he cool. does the music videos. Um, not the first few. Those, that was another guy, but I think he died or something. He died. He went to Art Center. Right, okay, yeah. He passed away. Um, I think a car accident. Okay. Real young, too. Yeah, he was good, too. Oh, dude. Yeah. Good is not even the word. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. That guy fucking... I remember seeing those videos when I was a kid. I'm like, what is happening here? Just a whole sub... That guy created a subgenre. Yeah. Really great. Um, but yeah, so now Adam Jones, a guitarist, does a lot of it. And then the Lateralis album was Alex Gray, the mm. artist. So yep. he did a lot of that. And now they kind of use some of that in the, the, the visuals for the live shows and stuff for certain songs. So some of the songs will have like the music video parts of it playing. In oh, that's the, cool. In the background. They'll like... They mess with it a little, but it, you know yeah. you see it. I would like that. Like if yeah. I liked a band, I would love to see clips of of the music. Yeah, it's just like it's there's something to having a huge body of work that you mm. can like draw upon. It's like it's it's nostalgic, but like not at the same time. Just like reminds you of stuff. Yeah, I really I appreciate that when a band it like comes to peace with their old stuff. Yeah, and like will give the fans what they want because it's like you don't even know. I, I'm sure. The Maynard is a creative dude. Yeah. So redo like rehashing your old work isn't terribly interesting for him, I'm sure. Well, they mess. I mean, like they rework a few they of their songs. songs. Okay. Yeah, a little bit, and then the visuals they do for him. I mean, you could tell they're not just like up there with like some lights, and then like they hit play on the music video. Like they're you know yeah. There's a lot going on. I just think it's nice. Like, it's literally nice. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. We wanted to hear this. We wanted to hear Sober. They do this thing. They Now they have intermissions. 
So yeah, like, I saw you posted some. Yeah, there. there's like five songs, and then they do a 12 minute intermission, and there's a countdown. Yeah, you told me there was a timer. Yeah, 12 minutes, and it counts down to zero, and at zero they come right back out. But they're doing this thing this time where after the intermission, the drummer comes out and he does this cover of a King Crimson thing. It's called like Baboom. Okay. And it's just him drumming nice. for like six or seven minutes. It's fucking Zeppelin had that. With amazing. A, bo, uh, bo, what's his name? John, John Bonham, Bonham yeah. would solo for like 15 fucking minutes. Which is nuts because he's the hardest working guy in the band, the drummer. Yeah. And he's constantly going. And then after the intermission, he's like right back out there solo seven minutes. And then the band comes out and they play the last hour. I love when they give the drummer his just let him. Dude, it was out. so cool. That's the thing. A drum solo is one of those things to be and you're like, okay. And then after a while, you're like, are we going to all murder each other? Yeah. Like, it just gets you. Yeah. It can should get, we light these chairs on fire? Yeah, it can <laughs> get people worked up. To like, should we burn the town down after this <laughs> yeah. or just kill ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit's good. Yeah, it really, really was. Um, but yeah, their visuals are like... I was, uh, Dean Del Rey was there with Brenton Biddlecombe. Oh, he was? Yeah, they had seats um, like on the other side or whatever. I don't know. Just not, not near us, but... Um, and then Chris Milhouse, another comic, was there with his buddy, and they were, I don't know where, but like the whole time, they were like texting me, this is amazing, this is so, like the light show this, the visual that, um, and they've both seen them before, but it's been years, but yeah. like, yeah, you forget when you go in, you're like, oh yeah, that's why people love going to see these guys, is because it's not yeah. just like, there's four dudes on a stage playing songs. No, it's a thing. It's a whole fucking thing, man. That's why after three nights in a row, I'm like, it's still so... There's a reason concerts are expensive. There's a, I mean, they spend... Big shows like that are so fucking pricey. Yeah. There's so many people working there. Yeah. Like a stadium tour, there's so many people on those crews. Dude, during one of the songs... It's impressive that they can do back-to-back shows. Because the breakdown... I mean, basically, after a show... They have to break down the whole fucking thing, yeah, and then drive it to another city. Uh-huh. That's crazy. It's well, trucks. Those, those crews are probably they probably drive out of there like that night. No, they're they basically they're, they're night shift type deals. Yeah, but like they're semi trucks. Yeah, it's a it's like a mini city. I mean, it's crazy the amount of work it takes. Yeah, you see all these trucks and tour buses like parked outside of a venue. Like, yeah, oh, this is like a whole operation. Yeah, a lot because a lot of that stuff has to be built and rebuilt yeah. every single and day, tested and retested. Yeah, people die on accident when Before shit happens, sa- and even like the timing of like yeah, because you watch these light, the lights go on, like are are timed with the video and with yeah. the music that's being played. Like yeah, you, a lot of work goes into that shit, and you appreciate that even more because you're just like, how are they doing this? I think there's a reason bands don't want to tour like that often because imagine the responsibility you feel as a member of the band. Uh-huh. Like there are 150 people working their nuts off to make this all go right. I better go out there and be pretty great. Like that, yeah. it's you can't really half-ass it. You're if you half-ass it on that level, you're a fucking dick. Yeah, and also because you're also charging. You know, more money than like going to like the whiskey or yeah. satellite or whatever to see a twenty, eighteen, twelve dollar show. Yeah, yeah. You're forking over fifty bucks or but some shit. But it's a big ass production, so if you don't bring it, like it's it ruins a lot. Yeah, you're really. I mean, in a weird way, the band is 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 almost not a. 
they're the reason everyone's there. Yeah. But they're almost like it, there's if you think there's like six components, they're just like they are a, the, one of six things. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the lights and the and the visuals are playing a really huge part also. Yeah. So like you're you, while you're the band, you're still like you're you're kind of equal footing with also a lot of other stuff. So yeah. in a weird way, you're, you're it's really is like a team. Well, they intentionally set the stage up to where you, they're not the focus. Yeah. Like, you'll have the, the guitarist and the bassist up front on each side, and then behind them is, like, this elevated, this platform where half of the stage is the drummer and the other half is Maynard, and he's, like, in the shadows. So it just looks like... And, he, you know, he kind of does weird, these weird dancing things yeah. in the shadows, so it looks like this figure, you know, <laughs> Remember when he was on The Tonight Show... Jay Leno. He was on the Leno. They did uh, the tonight show. A perfect circle, right? Perfect circle. Yeah. And after they're after they're done singing, Maynard was like kind of hunched over, just doing his like shaking thing. And yeah. Jay Leno went to shake his hand. And he was done. he was just not done shaking. So Jay Leno goes to shake his hand. Miss, all right. He just yeah, like yeah, walks yeah, by. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. man. He does this thing where he just convulses. Yeah. <laughs> Do they talk in between songs? Yeah, a little bit. They used to rarely ever. They're just like, thank you for... He has this like m- a megaphone thing that he mm-hmm. uses for some songs where it just sounds like he's speaking in a megaphone and he'll just be like, Las Vegas, thank you. <laughs> you know, just like... He jokes around and stuff sometimes, but like... So on the Vegas show, it was very funny because they played the song Opiate from like their first EP, 1991 mm-hmm. or two. And they're singing it and they hadn't played it the night before in Fresno. And I was like, oh, cool, a, new, a different one. And then something like, it sounded like it, the, the audio cut out or something near the end. And the song ends and he goes, uh, well, that was a fucking disaster. And everyone kind of laughs. And he goes, uh, he's like, it's not, there's nothing more embarrassing than forgetting the lyrics to your own song. And I was like, oh, that's what that audio thing was. It was just him just going like, choices, you know. Um, and I guess they haven't played it much or some shit. And then yeah. like everyone kind of laughs. He goes, but guess what? I'm 50, so fuck you. <laughs> and then everyone laughs again. And he goes, and guess what again? And then he starts into the next song. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And um, that's, there was a thing that came up that like Miley Cyrus uses a prompter. I'm like, there's a lot of words. A yeah. lot of words. Like, I, I always would think about this, like how hard it must be for hip hop artists to do live concerts. Because mm. just the amount of words in songs is way more. Yeah. And I guess Jay-Z says like he can only do about 15 songs. Yeah. Because that's the number of songs he can remember. Because mm-hmm. there's just thousands of words. Yeah, that's why it's funny when people like think like you can just yell out requests. And you go like, like, do I you understand like it, the... Yeah. Don't remember the words, man. A, they have to like... How I mean, when was the last time they thought about that song? Even? <laughs> yeah, they're not walking around singing their own songs of themselves. Yeah, they don't think about that shit. Yeah, if they haven't toured in four years or played that song, like there's all these lights and visuals that chorus. They're not just gonna start playing it. Yeah, like it's the been, Fresno and show. Also, yell out "Freebird." Like with that, oh, we that's don't the have fucking that. Worst. <laughs> that's the worst. There was a girl on the Fresno show. I got like stuck sitting in front of the girl that thought. She she would yell Maynard's name enough times that he would hear her mm-hmm. from two hundred yards away. Bummer or whatever. Just the end. Maynard, I love you, Maynard. I'm like, he's not just gonna go. Oh, hold on. Yeah, what's up? He kind. You kind of eighty rows back. What's up? Concerts are interesting to where you kind of can't shush anyone. You can't because it's a concert. Yeah, you can't tell someone to stop smoking pot. 
Yeah. You can't be like, sit down. It's, you can't go keep it down. You can't say, don't yell this. Don't, you know, it's you like just, sporting events and concerts. You're kind of allowed to yell. It's, it's like if someone's cursing wildly and there's kids around, someone would be like, hey, could you not? Yeah. But, but if, at the same time, someone's going to go, why are there kids at a concert? I mean, that's sporting, what happens. I mean, at a sporting event. But yeah, at a concert, okay, yeah. it's like, uh, we're at a metal band concert. Mm-hmm. It's night. Fuck you. Yeah. We're going to do what we're going to do here. Yeah. And you, you can't really shush people. At the Vegas show, there was this group in front of us that they were all young, early 20s, mid 20s or something, or at least they were acting like they're early, early 20s. Just dyed hair, the fucking clothes. All yeah. Like, yeah. And they came back from whatever they were doing. And then they were like complaining. They're like, yeah, that bitch and her fucking man were, were snitching. They're snitches. And I was like, what are they? Like, yeah, wh- what do you expect? That's what you do at a concert. You get high. Because they, yeah. like, they were rolling joints and smoking them. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, if I go to a concert, it's like, it, I'm, it, I'm going to smell pot and yeah. see drugs, and that's fine. Yeah, it was being smoked right in front of me. But at no point was I going to go like, well, I should probably tell one of the ushers and get this yeah. kid out of here. I'm it's like, like I've been in concerts do. where you'll see someone like ask someone to sit d- or sit down in front of them. Like, no, yeah. you can stand. I don't care what row you're in. You can stand at a concert. Yeah, it's a concert. You can stand and dance. And like, if you're a person that wants to sit, you can either look through them or stand up. You yeah. can't. I don't think it's cool to tell someone that like, hey, we're all sitting down. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm at a rock concert or yeah. a, a thing. You can stand at a concert. I don't care where you are. Yeah. To I've me, heard that's people fair. say that when, like, say, like, 80% of the crowd's sitting, but some people are like, I'm still going to stand. Yeah. My body's telling me, like, just be up and I looking. I think it's fair. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I've, heard, I, I've heard, I've been at a concert and, and heard someone go, hey, could you sit down? And the person's response is, it's a concert. Yeah. And you're like, yep, you're right. It's a concert. Yeah. Concerts are for standing. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're like I'm a person that wants to sit, but like I like you and I. If I'm sitting, I don't expect the person in front of me to sit. I'll look through them. Yeah, or I'll I stand whenever everyone. If everyone's standing up, I'm like, well, it's time to stand now. I I want to see. Yeah, am I am I lazier than I want to look at the band? Yeah, yeah, but it's I think it's fair. You're allowed to concerts. You're allowed to be high and yeah. and loud. And a little and outlandish. It's like, and you'll you will enjoy a concert more if you just kind of go with the flow of yes. what it is. Yes. If it's a rock show, there's going to be a lot of standing and sitting, and mm-hmm. just when everyone's standing, just stand. Yeah. And when they sit, sit. Or when they stand and you don't want to, yeah. just sit that song out. Like listen. The people that sit are to me. It's it's a, it's a it's a product of not knowing the songs. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. knowing them as much. Or, not or you're like, band. I don't care about seeing this one live. Yeah. I've seen it before. Whatever. I need to take a break for a minute. Whereas if you like the band enough, you're like, fuck yeah, this jam. Like, yeah. you know every single song. Yeah. But yeah, stand up and freak out. At certain shows, if they're like, you know, if, if it's like some singer songwriters and whatever, like, yeah. people are mostly going to sit. And then, like, if people are talking too loud, I've heard people go, like, shh, because someone's like, if you see Bright Eyes or like Damien Rice or something, yeah. if people are having a loud conversation, like you'll get shushed, but that's the kind of concert where talking too loud is disruptive. Yeah. You can't go, it's a concert. You're like, it's a guy with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. So know what concert you're It's a you're performance. At. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we, I can't remember what we saw once. We went to like the Hollywood Bowl and there was like one of those bowl shows, like John Williams or. You know, something like that. And, like, mm-hmm. there was, like, an 80-year-old man talking on stage. And people were like, and then anyway, yeah. everyone's like, shut up. Zip it. 
There's an old man talking about how he composed the fucking yeah. score to like Indiana Jones or whatever. Yeah. Zip it. Keep it quiet. Ugh. You know, and then they did. Um, but yeah, you got to know what show you're at. But yeah, I mean, people, you go to a, like a metal show or a hard rock, it's like people are going to get high. They're going to yell. They're going to sing along with the song yeah. within earshot. But it's like you learn to tune it out and just enjoy the show. At the Janet Jackson concert I went to at the Forum. Yeah. Uh, when she sang like a slow song, and this dude in front of me was so over, he kept ye- he was yelling, <laughs> he was yeah. yelling at everyone. She's singing to me, God damn it! Mm-hmm. And he just kept yelling, "This is for me, God damn it!" Yeah, and it was hilarious yeah. <laughs> and great. And no one was like, "Knock it off." They were like, "All right, man, <laughs> yeah. maybe in your head she is." And he was like dancing slowly. This is for me, God damn it! Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just when you go to a show. There's certain things you gotta like know are gonna happen. Yeah, let go of your notion of being able to control the experience. Yeah, because you're not gonna win that battle. Look, you could stay away from the mosh pit if there is one. Exactly. But outside of that, like you know, it's gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. There was a dude like after at the Vegas show at the end of our row, the other end of our row. Um who like wouldn't move for some reason. Like it was, the row was, I don't know what, 20 seats long. And we were on one end and there were three people on my side and there was only that guy over there. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to use the restroom that way. There's only one dude. And then by the time I get there, some security guard was talking to him and he's like, sir, you're going to have to move because there was some couple trying to come into the row. Right. And he, like, he was just kind of staring like sort of up at the security guard, but kind of out like to the stage so he was like not really acknowledging him he was just sitting there he wouldn't move and he's like sir can you move he's like two inches is not enough to get for anyone to get through he was just sitting there with his legs crossed like Uh any of the rows are small yeah and then he wouldn't do it again and i was like this guy has a crazy look in his eye and he looked like your average hard rock (laughs) wearing mostly black like a hoodie he had kind of long ratty hair he was wearing glasses and he was just kind of like you know and I was like, that's weird. And I just hopped in, into the row in front of me and just went to the restroom. And then I come back, and then he's still there talking to the security guard. Then another security guard shows up. And then he, like, at this point, he stood up, but he wasn't being threatening, kind of a nerdy, kind of metal yeah. look, look to him. And he's just kind of talking and nodding his head. You can see him now talking to the security guard. The security guard is being way more animated. So then he was just like, what was your problem? Why wouldn't you move for these people? And then a third security guard shows up and then he's explaining to the other two, like, this is what this guy was doing. And then, and then the guy's just still kind of sitting there looking at the two other dudes. Like he was either high, mentally ill or a combination of both. Right. And this is after the opening band had ended and we're all, it's, we're 10 minutes away from the show starting. And then two more security guards come in and they're all talking and then they all just kind of decide at one point, this guy's got to go. And he puts his arm on his shoulder and starts moving him. And then the guy get, like stiffens up his body right. like he doesn't want to go. And then another guy grabs him. And then they just start pulling him out. And he's like, oh, he's being resistant. He tries to like elbow the one guy. And then by keeping his body stiff, like, I'm not going anywhere. And then they just drag this dude out. Weird. Yeah. And I, I wanted to find the security guy and be like, what, what did what he or did he didn't say? Because he, he wasn't violent. He wasn't yelling. He was just crazy (laughs) you have to be crazy to get all that way like you you bought the tickets you drove to the venue yeah you got in 
You watch the opening band. They're done. The show's starting in 10 minutes, and then you decide, like, I'm not going to move for these people? That's some weird shit. All they wanted to do was get into their seats, and you wouldn't move. And then you got kicked out before the band you wanted to see started. He's going to kill people. Did I, yeah. What city was that in? This was in Vegas. Okay, I'm not going to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, that crowd was interesting because it was just like a mix of lot of lot of hard rock fans, but everyone's a little more kind of dressed up, costumey okay. rock fans, you right. know. A lot of makeup. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of just like that kind of punk gothic makeup look. Oh, I didn't. I I don't think of Tool fans as makeupy pre- people. The Go- girls, some of the girls, yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but the dudes are just like your run of the mill. The dudes, I picture yeah. black pants, not mm. not skinny pants, just black pants. Yeah, or just regular blue jeans. Regular blue, black cargo, like a black pant of some kind, a black yeah. t-shirt that fits ish. Yeah, hunched. Yeah, with some weird graphic. It's usually like a metal shirt. Yeah, uh, glasses, yeah. but not like hipster glasses. Not just at all. Glasses. Wireframe, wireframe glasses. Yeah, Lo- bad hair, long bad hair, long yeah. hair. Or just not good. The hair, the hair that they had when they were still playing bass for their high school metal M- band. Middle part bangs. Right, yeah, yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that. So that That's hair, the, the, the band's going to get back together again someday hair. Yeah. And then some kind of lot of goatees. A lot of goatees. Or long beards. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, but not with, when it's with the rest of the outfit, it looks. You know, with that clothes. It just looks like this guy's. I've made my peace with long goatees. Of re- I don't know why, recently. If they're with like a rock, rock, it's better than a short goatee for sure. Because a long goatee, you think like Scott Ian from from yeah, exactly. Anthrax or whatever, Pantera, one of the two. Anthrax. Um, also, the the original bass player from Queens of the Stone Age. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That dude. Um, but yeah, those look dope. cool. Yeah, they look cool. You're like, oh, you're a dirtbag for real. Yeah. I always wish I was able to. Those guys are always really funny. Yeah, they're always pretty fun dudes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's your average dude, and they talk a lot. Like before the show, they're just like, I mean, just like, you know, just just play a bunch of songs until my ears bleed, like in a good way. You know what I mean? That's just kind of what I'm looking for, man. Like, I get if you're going to play the hits, you know, play the hits, but play some deep cuts, man, because that's kind of what I heard that exact type of conversation three nights in a row in three different cities. And I'm like, dude, the fans of certain bands are like, they're the same. Does kinda. it make you realize you're way less of a nerd for something than you are? You're like, oh, no, I love this band. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But this is all these dudes have. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, I, I lost count of how many tool tattoos I saw. Oh, yeah. Like, there was one guy last night in San Diego, shaved head, and on the, the logo, on the album for Anima, the, the night, on the front, it has that, like, white screen with the lightning kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. On the inside, there's that eye that yeah, looks like a, yeah, yeah. like a reptile eye. Right. Those eyes. This guy, shaved head, and on the back of his head... There was there were two eyes. Okay, so he had like eye tool eyes on yeah, the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, that guy's for real. See, like I don't find he he to me is not even the nerdiest guy. Like he's not the least, nerdiest, but it's like that's hardcore shit. But when you see those people, you just realize like they just it's not even that they're so super into tool. They just need an excuse to talk a lot. Yeah, they're not a person that gets listened to a lot. So yeah. they whenever they have an excuse to let it out, it's just they can nerd out so hard. Yeah, that's they what, have the look of like I work. 40, 50 hours a week in software. Like, or I just yeah, and you don't get to like express yourself. And I'm going to have like seven beers tonight and I'm mm-hmm. just going to not stop talking. I'm going to talk about Tool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
But here's people. San Diego because it's fucking San Diego and it's douchey. You hear stuff like this in between the like, dude, I can't believe they're fucking playing. You know, yeah. You hear like we walked by these two guys that were like, and it was really crowded, so like we got to hear the entire sentence that he was telling his friend. He goes, he's like, bro. The key to grabbing a girl's ass is making sure you can take the guy that she's with. Whoa. And I'm like, that is the most San Diego thing you could say at a fucking Whoa. tool show. That is weird. There's no one that says shit. It's all these nerds that never get laid. Also, like... No one's saying shit like... Because it implies, like, first of all, definitely grab a girl's ass. Sexually assault a girl. <laughs> well, for that, sure. Yeah, the fact that it's a thing you planned ahead of time... Yeah, like you have, a, you have it figured out? Yeah. Like there were a lot of like trial and error, man. I used to just grab any girl's ass. Then I got punched in the face a few times. Now I just grab the asses of girls who are with a guy I know I can beat up. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it said so many different things. It's like it's totally cool to sexually assault a girl. Yeah. Because they're just objects. Yeah, it doesn't and matter. B, it's not like their her, ass is connected to a brain and a heart. Right, right. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> If if the man that she's with decides to defend her honor, physically assault that guy. <laughs> what do you even get out of grat? I mean, she's Dude, not I don't, leave I don't the guy know. she's with. It was either like those guys are just for real douchebags, or it was just they were pretending to be macho, and that it's like takes... they've never done that ever. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had the look of like I couldn't tell. I'm like, maybe you do do that. Maybe you're a fucking creep. That's like you're, weird. you're, you know. There's a lot at San Diego. There's a lot of these like dudes that work out too much, and they're like, they're with some girl that they're holding their her hand, but she's still two two and a half feet behind them. Yeah, they're dragging her around, and it's you know they're. they're I just, wonder, like, what inside causes that reaction dude, to the I don't world? Know. I want to. I want to just be like, so tell me about your childhood, and then you'll just hit your after like four minutes. You're like, oh, like I've never thought in my life. To like, oh, there's a there's a random stranger woman. But also, like, I'm gonna to, go grab her ass. To think past, like, your main concern is only the other dude. Like, I'd be like, she'd get so mad at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he didn't even she, care. She'll get so mad at me, and like, oh, and then there'll be this other person. Like, she's gonna get so mad at me. Yeah, he didn't even care how she would have felt. He was more concerned, like, am I gonna get hurt after? I yeah. want to make sure I'm safe. That's such a bummer. When I make her feel unsafe. Yeah, it was the, the weirdest thing. That fucking... story is going to make me feel bad about being a man for like a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to feel, I'm not going to be able to even look, make eye contact with women now yeah. for 36 to, four, to 72 hours. The guys, the, the, there was a couple next to, next to us at the San Diego show. And I was like, and I knew that there, the intermission was about to start. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit the restroom now. And then they got up, and I was like, oh, can you guys move? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you have to move more. I don't want to knock over that beer right there. And then the guy goes, oh, yeah, you really don't want to knock that over because that's actually my piss. <laughs> Ew. And I started laughing. I'm like, is it really? He's like, yeah, man, you know it is. I don't want to miss a fucking minute of this shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like dude, I guess so. And you then are his, an animal. <laughs> yeah. And then his girlfriend, who you know has been through this kind of shit with him, like so many times, she kind of looks at him and she goes, oh, it's not really his piss. And oh. I looked at her and I was like, I kind of don't believe you. I think you're just trying to save face. I think you really did piss in this cup. Oh. Yeah. Uh. It was really funny. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> I was almost thinking I missed out on Tool concerts and now I feel okay about it. Oh, it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that happens at a lot of concerts. Well, um, you're welcome for me letting you nerd out yeah. this hard for an entire episode yeah. Dude, of our podcast 
I let I, you get more specific. I didn't. I didn't even get specific because there's like song names you don't know. Like Let's, if you if you watch me have this conversation with another Tool fan, you'd be like, "What language are you currently speaking?" <laughs> like, so you guys learned Klingon this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Glad you had fun. But dude, that was, it was fun because it was like an adventure. Yeah. And you got to see like your favorite band do shows three nights in a row. Yeah. You sound not disappointed on any level. No way. I'm yeah. telling you, third show, I was like, I'd do this again tomorrow. Yeah. Like right now, it's weird because like, what is not a Tool concert? <laughs> <laughs> like what is it? What are we doing right now? We're not uh, watching Tool and it's weird. That's funny. Like tonight, I'm going to go, where's the show at? Yeah, why don't I? Because... <laughs> 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 yeah, man, it was great. Like I highly recommend whatever your favorite band is, just go... If they're playing two nights in a row, they're playing one night your city, another night in another city, it's a couple hours away. Fucking go do it. Go with a friend. You'll have you'll car ride. We get to hang out with your buddy, catch right. up, go watch your favorite band, drive back, and you're like, that was cool. We can say we did that. Yeah. Like that conversation I had with the chef. It's like that is cool. Yeah. You'll remember that forever. You'll have a. It's just like, you know, you live. This your goes into like life. the top fifty things in your life. Yeah. Like when you're old. Yeah, you just live your life and have fun, and then you'll bore people with this story yeah. when you're old. You have stories to tell later that aren't yeah, just just. But it's like you won't bore people when you do. The more things you do, the more stories you have. Yeah, and then it's just like another another thing you get to. Yeah, yeah. There was that one time when I was younger, I saw my favorite band three times in three nights in three different cities. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. How was that? But you tell five six minute story and then you move on with your life. Please don't do that to me. Being interested makes you interesting, Kevin. <laughs> you know it's true, motherfucker. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Um, so am I. Thanks, I guys. Nick's the worst. <laughs> <laughs>